There is a misconception or a fear that if we niche down, we're losing market share. I have news for you. I have news for you. I bet you've heard the saying before that the riches are in the niches. Or maybe this one, when you speak to everybody, you're speaking to nobody right? So there is a very logical explanation that I would like to go into here. And let's tune in now because this is going to change some things for you. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo. And with more than 15 years being a marketing strategist, you're going to experience the new way to promote your business with clear and unique messaging by giving you actionable marketing and messaging strategies that get you interested leads to transform the lives of your audiences so that you build up your brand with continuous momentum. Get ready because here's where we say no to outdated marketing strategies and society norms, and we say yes to change from the inside out. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. So most new business owners make the mistake of wanting to offer their services to everybody. And with time, you actually realize that when your services and your offer is specialized and the more niche, it is exactly where you find the riches in the niches. And a lot of people confuse the word niches or niche, whatever. I call it niches and that's it. It is what it is. But don't take my word for it. Just quickly take a look at what is the word specialization actually does mean. And, you know, the word specialization says something that the process of concentrating on a becoming an expert in a particular subject or skill, right? And the truth is that when someone, and this may be actually you, when our brain is thinking, I have a problem, I need this solved. I have a problem, I need this, right? You look into your brain for that one person that is an expert that can actually solve the problem that you're actually having, right? So if your brain is trying to make a generalist and you're starting out in your business or you are selling actually to everybody doesn't make you an expert or that go-to person because it can still be confusing for that ideal potential buyer, right? So let me give you a few examples why we should be going deeper and niching is better than to be, you know, broad, right? So let's say you work organizing events. And actually, this is a real life example of mine in my own life because I had another business about organizing events. So let's say you organize events, but you don't organize any type of events, right? Because events have so many different layers of events like weddings and parties and corporate events and medical events and congresses and conferences and governmental events and workshops and symposiums and exhibitions and concerts, right? So if the event industry has all these subcategories within the industry, you already know, or if you don't, at least you understand that each event subcategory 
has its own public and its own potential ideal clients, right? So maybe at some point in my explanation, you thought, oh, but you are losing money by not offering your services to more people. Actually, and this is something that is I've learned because I used to think like that before, right? Actually, the more specific we can say who we serve, the easier it will be for you to help other people understand what you specialize in. And the truth is that no one will buy from you if they don't perceive that you are an expert in what you actually do. So let's look back at the broad vision and the specific version of what we were talking before. So the broad statement, I organize events, right? And we're talking now messaging 101 right now, also pitching and, and marketing, right? And the niche or the specific version is I organize events for the medical industry. And you can even go even further with that statement if you want to be more specific and specialized. And you can say something like, I help medical associations plan and organize their medical congresses so they can educate their members and generate consistent revenue to their organization. So let's do this exercise right now. Okay, let's do this. Who do you serve? And then who do you help specifically, like specifically, like who is that ideal person that will actually you give them everything that I've just said and try and do a similar comparison as to what I'm saying, right? Remember, we're working on the specific. And if you're having a thought like, oh, V, I don't, don't want to be, you know, too narrow because I feel I'm, I'm excluding too many people. How can I do that? And if this is you, oh, really, are you really struggling that with all the sales that you are making and that money that is coming to you and you just don't want to say no to that, right? If that is the case, if it ain't broken, don't fix it, right? Like, yeah, why? If it's still working for you and you're getting that money and people are understanding, then don't break it. Now, maybe at this point right now, some of you believe that you are limiting your potential to help other people. And the solution for you is your niche is not limiting you. Your niche is limiting what you offer, you know, because you can have as many offers for those specific niches or people that you want to actually serve. You don't have to limit yourself. You only limit the amount of offers, but each offer is a niche. So remove yourself from the equation, right? You can serve any person you want. Now, before we end this, I want to make a very important, you know, distinction that we're talking about. Please don't confuse your ideal potential client avatar with your niche. Your ideal potential client is that one person that will benefit from your offer. And the way that you use this avatar or this 
persona, right, or think of this person is to actually humanize our messaging, the way that we are communicating. So the person that is listening to it, it feels connected to what we are saying, right? The avatar is actually like a writing tool. In my case, I don't have an avatar. My ideal client was me 15 years ago, right? When I was lost. And now I've found myself. <laughs> But honestly, the avatar is a writing tool. It's who you'll be referring to in your messaging with who you want to connect with. So I want you to, to actually to understand that, for example, organizing events for the medical industry is part of your niche right? And your ideal avatar or potential client is who you serve. So for example, I help John. He's a medical doctor. He's in his late 40s. He's upper middle class, right? And he has really nice, you know, Patek Philippe uh, watch and he dresses it very nice and he wants to improve the lives of his association members, right? Because he wants to give younger doctors the ability to learn from new medical discoveries. So now I have my avatar. That is my avatar for my particular niche. Now there's one last thing that I want to come here and say is that I want you to address it before I, I let you go. Your niche becomes the doorway through which people will get into your world. Because what you offer, you made it with them in mind, right? However you present your niche, make sure that you're not using, you know, like confusing um, creative kind of words or adjectives or metaphors that don't say nothing about, you know, the identity of that person, right? Try to be sure to be as clear and as cut as you can and try to avoid words that you're using in maybe in your messaging, things like stuck and depressed and losers and inner demons and mindset and grow Try to be more specific in how you are trying to connect so that people I do actually feel connected to what you are actually saying, okay? Okay, guys, I know this was a load, but I feel that we needed to, you know, have this conversation to honestly try to improve the way that we say what we do, how specialized we are. Anyways, I feel that this was enough for you to take in. I hope to see you same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.